you could ever face in your life. About two weeks ago, I started the beginning of a series, and it's three parts of the series, and I'm today we're going to go back to part two. The scripture that we're going to use will remain this foundation of scripture, and I want you to put this in your spirit, the scripture, the meaning of the scripture, more so than anything, I want you to understand and be convicted by the words of the title of the scripture. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has come, and the new is here. Praying now, dear See, you are. 
operate out of the old mindset and you've got to pick up the new mindset. Listen, this is what I want you to know. That because um, um, that because of the resurrected Christ, you have been free. Somebody say, you're free. You're free. Did your name say, you're free. You're free. Did your other name say, you're free. You're free. Listen, I have no idea why they're acting like they're in slavery, but you're free. You are free to roam about. I remember with, 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 with my daughter, my daughter's new dog, when, she, when he was a new dog, he was a, a, a big poodle, but they say he was a baby. And we would put this chain on him when he would go outside to use the bathroom because we didn't want him to go too far. And so we began to put the chain on him. So one day I just wanted to see for myself. I told him to come. I acted like I put the chain on him, and then I let him outside. The dog literally went in the parameters of what the dog was
never been in life. How do I want to be? Listen, go to the new manual. The new manual tells you you are to love your husband and honor your husband. And guess what the Bible says? And guess what? Just sure. How you gonna give someone else's husband a compliment and you ain't got your husband a compliment? Your business. Spirit of God, I'll do it when the door's open. No, you don't do it when the 
already. Now I want to talk about today the spirit of doubt and the spirit of fear. And I want to show you that there are two things, but there are two things that you should never let back into your life. The spirit of doubt will make you make others' dreams more important than yours. The spirit of doubt pushes others and it restricts you. When you operate in a spirit of doubt, you are telling people, I believe more in your dream than in my dream. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to work for me. But why do you think it's going to work for Sally, but you don't think it's going to work for you? The spirit of doubt says, I, 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 I believe, I have faith, um, but I just don't think it's going to work on my behalf. Have you ever seen a millionaire that teaches you how to be a millionaire that's not a millionaire? Because guess what? They don't operate in doubt. But you will see somebody on the corner trying to teach you how to be a millionaire, but they on the corner with a cardboard in their hand. Why? Not because they don't have the potential to be, but because they doubt their ability to move forward. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, there's awesomeness in you. There's greatness in you. There's power in you. Look at your neighbor and say, there's ability in you. The same anointing that flows on me flows on you. Blessings and dreams seem 
Then I don't want to go back. Well, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Why waste it? You learn something from it. Amen. Yeah, I've been married three times. What you learn from the first three times? I learned not to do this. I learned how to improve this. Listen, no broken relationship is based on one person ever. Yeah. Sometimes they say all they fault. No, it ain't all they fault. It was, it was, it was something else in there. And so guess what God wants you to do? He don't want you to be broken from it. Somebody point to your neighbor and say, he wants you to learn from it.
is. Not in God's ability, but in your ability. Mm-hmm. Listen what the Bible says. Listen, if you're pushing someone else more than you're pushing yourself, mm-hmm. it's because you got the potential. Mm-hmm. I believe in them. Okay, that's fine, but I also need you to believe in you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're worthy. I think you're worthy too. Look what the Bible says in the scriptures. Come on, let's go to the scriptures. Look what the Bible says in Matthew and Mark 11 and 23. Truly I say, if anyone says to a mountain, go throw yourself into the sea. Listen to what the word of God is saying. If anyone says to a mountain, y'all know how big a mountain is? Jesus, that's rocking real hard. If anyone says to a mountain, um, um, go uh, throw yourself. Because guess what? I don't have the ability. Now just go throw, throw yourself into a sea. And does not doubt, look at that one part, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he said would happen. Look what Yeah. 
talks. You don't know where you are. You're trying to you, you be you're discombobulated. You come up trying to figure out where I am. You are allowing the world to beat you up. Because guess what? You're letting you just going to the club instead of you declaring my life will be better. Somebody say my life will be better.
fellowship only covered a certain part of it. And here I am trying to do overtime because she had a certain amount that I just didn't know how it was going to work. But I knew I was a God chaser. She said, what are we going to do? I said, we ain't going to do nothing. You're going to go to Auburn and you're going to pretend like it's already paid. Don't call me and ask me. Just show up, go to class, and we're going to pretend like it's paid for. It was two days over the day it was due. And I was trying to figure out why people had called me. But guess what I was doing? I was chasing after God. About three days after that, I did an email saying, because of your daughter's um, GPA, we had some funds left over. Shoot. 
Lord is with me, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? What? Look at your name and say, what? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to take your house. Guess what? So what? God got so many other houses. God give me a condo. What? They're going to take your car. You know how many cars? Listen, if I got to go to a value pay a lot for a season in my life, God has strings. God has um, uh, other avenues. What will mere men do to me? We are so afraid of people that don't even have the possibility of taking us out. Do what God says in Matthew 10 and 28. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body. Do you guys see Matthew 10 and 28? Do not be afraid of those who kill the body and cannot kill the soul. But rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both your soul and body in hell. You are afraid of people that can't touch your soul. You may touch me, but guess what? I know I'm home. When this earthly tabernacle has been destroyed, I know God's going to catch me. So no matter what you do to me, I, I, I don't have time to be afraid, afraid of you. I, got, I cannot let fear back into my life because there's too many things that God has ordained for you. Yeah. Look at what the Bible says in Romans 8 and 15. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves. And I tell you, those, these six things, they, they're slavery to you. They put you in bondage. And the spirit that you receive does not make you a slave. So you live in fear again because you keep letting fear, which is a sin, slavery, put you back in bondage. The spirit you receive brought you uh, about your adoption to sonship. And by him we call him Abba, our father. The spirit that you receive made you an heir to the kingdom. Amen. So why are you afraid of creditors? Amen. They can't get what you don't have. Just pick up the phone. Stop stressing out. Ma'am, yes, you owe, I do. Can you pay? Not yet. Amen. What if I give you a bank account? Can we get your bank account? You don't want to do that? <laughs> when will you pay? I don't know. Ain't got to have a conversation. Can you call me back next Friday? When you get paid? None of your business, but can you call me back next Friday? You guys have got to stop operating out of fear. Like, what if that next phone call that comes in is an opportunity for you to advance? And you can't pick up the phone because you think it's a credit. Listen, six things you should never go back to in your life. One is the spirit of laziness. One is the spirit of procrastination. One is the spirit of doubt, and one is the spirit of fear. You've got to get to a point that you start telling yourself, I'm better than that to get allowed that back in my life. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am ready for my needs. Look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, I am ready for my needs. Every chapter ends with a new chapter that's getting ready to begin. And as long as God allows you to wake up, guess what just happened? A new chapter has just begun. And you cannot take the old mindset into the new chapter and expect new results. Come on, let's give God a hand.
Thank you. 